This episode is sponsored by Vero RN. Travel nursing provides a unique opportunity to experience life-changing adventures while caring for those in need. We believe in making traveling easy for you so you can focus on what matters most. Our team of passionate recruiters pride themselves on providing around-the-clock personalized service so you're never alone with Vero RN. You're listening to Travel Nursing and Allied Life, hosted by Travelon. Hi, I'm Cindy, and welcome to Newbie News. So, hi, Cindy. It's good to see you again. It's been a long time. Absolutely. Uh, Trish and I are on opposite ends of the country right now, so we're coming to you being the magic of technology. At least we hope it's magic. <laughs> well, and we're kind of we're kind of a little behind on magic of that kind. Of so <laughs> it's a challenge. Know that this is a challenge for us. Ah, <laughs> uh, but like everything else in travel nursing, we're up for the challenge. <laughs> that's it. We're up for it. You know, face it head on. That's the way to do travel nursing. Great point. So today we're going to have a little more upbeat than we had our last session. We're going to talk about uh, your bucket list. Like, ooh, oh, let's talk about like the places you want to go and the things you want to do. Why do you travel? Why do you, you know, what do you want to do when as a traveler? Mm-hmm. So, Cindy, how did you? What did you do as your bucket list when you got into this? Oh, my goodness. My bucket list was primarily just to see other parts of the country and also to make a a good living for my uh, family. And I also wanted the freedom to be able to be off for the holidays every year. So if I could plan, um, plan my assignments appropriately and stuff, I could always be home for Christmas and not have to worry about, you know, the hassle that many staff nurses have about, okay, Christmas last year, got to work it this year. Maybe I can make a trade. Can somebody stay a couple hours over on Christmas morning so I can watch the kids open presents, you know, all those kinds of things. So that was a huge draw for me as a, uh, you know, as a traveler one of the burdens of being a full-time staff person mm-hmm. you know I don't know why these facilities don't close on the holidays <laughs> <laughs> it seems like close on the weekends we can't get linens or <laughs> <laughs> well it's kind of the same on holidays too but there That's you go <laughs> there you go that nobody else has to work why do the nurses have to <laughs> We all know that as nurses and healthcare professionals, those are some of the burdens that we take on when we take on a job like this. We absolutely Absolutely. do. Um, Absolutely. At the same time, you know, it's nice to be able to have the freedom to be able to negotiate some of those things. And so that was a huge draw for me uh, to get into travel nursing. Exactly. And, and you know what, for me too, but I started out with a li- literally a list of things I wanted to see in the country. As you know, and many of my friends know, I am a National Park geek. I have the little pen that tells me I'm a National Park geek. So, <laughs> and my goal is to see all the major national parks before I die. And I hopefully will make, make that. I'm doing pretty good so far but I just I really I made a list and the top of my list was Niagara Falls to see some of the lighthouses and you know just different things that I wanted to to travel to so as I looked at assignments I would look at assignments that were close to places where I could go and do those things 
Mm-hmm. Is, you mm-hmm. know, travel nursing for me, it wasn't about the money. It was about that I needed a job because in the situation in my life at the time, I needed to be working somewhere and it was a perfect opportunity to go in. And I thought, let's do it this way because I can mm-hmm. see what I want to see mm-hmm. and get paid. So when people would ask me like, well, what does that mean? I said, I get paid to travel around the U.S. <laughs> and see what I want to see. <laughs> That was my description of travel nursing. <laughs> I get paid to see the I, I get paid to see the U.S. on somebody else's money. <laughs> and to a certain extent, that is very true. Uh, you still get to do, you still get to do that. Absolutely, absolutely. Yes, yes and I love it. And mm-hmm. you know, I've been some great places, and I you know I hope people will go see those things and and will enjoy our country. Uh, it helps prevent burnout. It helps prevent the loneliness. Uh, unfortunately, when you're single, you do have to do those things alone. But let me tell you, there's a hundred thousand people out there doing the same thing you're doing. So it's really not like you're doing it by yourself. You can visit as with people as you go. Mm-hmm. And it's really not so bad. And, you know, one time I did kind of get that poor pitiful me feeling and I just thought, you know what, I can sit here and feel sorry for myself or I can get out and do something. And I started doing things and haven't stopped. (laughs) That's awesome. That's just awesome. You know, for many people, um, one thing on their bucket list is the idea of travel nursing. So hopefully these podcasts that we're putting out will help you make a decision as to whether or not this is truly something on your bucket list that you want to go pursue. Um, right. Speaking for myself and probably for you, we would say, we would say, absolutely. It's been a great fit for us and it's been a great fit uh, for my life and to achieve, uh, achieve those goals. When I'm looking at an assignment, I'm not right now, I'm not terribly looking at the uh, location because um, right now for me, I'm more looking for a good fit for compensation as well as proximity to home. So, you know, I'm, I'm willing to take a less sexy location, so to speak, right, if, right. The, if, if the other situation, uh, if the other situations will work out to my benefit. Exactly. So if you can get the money fit that you need, the location that you live with, I mean, that's a win-win situation, you know? <laughs> so I know being up in New York for you, it's pretty cold in the winter. So you're probably not out hiking. <laughs> for me, I'm, I'm in hiking. the South. <laughs> you're hiking to I'm work. hiking over <laughs> snow drifts knocking yes. down icicles yes <laughs> so here I am my car <laughs> yeah and I'm in the southwest so I'm actually out playing golf <laughs> so. <laughs> <laughs> well that's a great illustration of just how wide and varied at any given time of the year um, you can be with your assignments and your choices and what's out yep. there and what's available and it is something to think about like if, and like I lived in an I live in an RV, so I really don't want to be up in Montana again for the winter. <laughs> I'd rather be in the South. So you know, if you're so, those are things to think about when you're accepting your assignments as well. Mm-hmm. Um, talk, talk about some of the fun places that you've done. Some of the things that you've done that were fun. Oh my gosh! Well, one uh, one assignment that um, I really enjoyed that I was lucky enough to share with you was a Coeur d'Alene, Idaho. Gorgeous, gorgeous little resort town right near the Idaho-Washington state border. Um, Beautiful all around uh, little village, nice hospital, nice people. 
um, you know, a couple hours, you know, to the West, you could go to Seattle for the weekend and, you know, take advantage of all the, all the fun and interesting stuff that Seattle has to offer. Or, you know, if you wanted to go hiking in the woods or um, around the trails, around the lake, had that awesome golf course um, that you oh, that really liked. <laughs> yes, that is an awesome golf course. For any of you <laughs> golfers out there, that is an awesome golf course. <laughs> the only floating green in the U.S. And remember, <laughs> we, and we took that trip, it really wasn't very far. We went over to Seattle area and yeah. went to Mount Rainier. And so yes. it was a little bit of a trip. And it, it was nice that we got to share it together because it is always more fun to share. Yes. But uh, yeah, that was that was, you know, of course, my very favorite assignment ever in my very favorite place ever. Mm-hmm. But I have to think about like, I love our national parks. I love Glacier National Park, Yellowstone National Park. You know, you can live in Billings, Montana. You can see so many things there, like the the Black Hills and Yellowstone Glacier. Gosh, there was just so many things that you can do from that location. So location is very important when you're thinking about your jobs and, and where you want to go and what you want to do. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Absolutely. I know another area that I always love to go is Northern California. You know, Big Sur, Monterey, Napa, you know, anywhere up that way. Um, right. Granted, right now, that's a hard place to be with all of the wildfires that have happened and and all COVID. of the other COVID. <laughs> yeah. And, yeah, that's a big hot spot right now and all those kinds of things. But in the past, when I've been there, it's definitely been a highlight. I'm a big wine wine fan. Right. As so you know, wine connoisseurs are there, there in heaven <laughs> right there. But I, I, too, love Monterey and San Jose, yeah. uh, Santa Cruz. But... And, you know, the things you can do there, the, the vineyards, the wine tasting and, and the whale watching, you know, I'm, I love oh, whale yeah. watching. <laughs> so, oh, yeah. you know, oh, right yeah. outside of Monterey is some of the best whale watching that there is. And, you know, unless you're in Alaska, so, which mm-hmm. is a great opportunity too. So, you know, it's, yeah. I know a lot of people though, they don't, they don't necessarily travel to see things. They're traveling because they're trying to make their nest eggs. They're saving their money for a house, which is Mm -hmm. always a good, good goal to have in life. If that's what you need. Um, Some people travel there in back in school and they're trying to finish up a nurse practitioner program or a master's or even a bachelor's degree. And it, you know, fortunately the pay with travel nursing, you can afford to do those things as a general rule if you don't have a lot of bills at home and, or, you know, get to a place where you're not having to kill yourself, like in a staff job, you know, I know yeah. we and I were talking about the NICUs that, because we're NICU nurses and, you know, so many of the NICUs, their, their acuities are so high and their staff ratio to patients is so high that, my goodness, you know, when you work your three shifts and you have four babies to take care of or six or whatever, you're too tired to care you know or you can you can find that nice little quaint spot that you have two or three very easy kind of patients and they're part of your shift you actually have time to work on your schoolwork or study or do those kinds of things so there's a there's a good uh, balance sometimes between and and you kind of want to look at those depending on what your need is as a traveler if you know Mm -hmm. if yours is the studying kind of thing and I need extra time then then great then take those kinds of assignments as opposed to that big children's hospital that's really really busy kind of uh, an assignment 
Yep, absolutely. And I think earlier what you said about making sure that, you know, when you're on assignment to take those days off and get out there, check out yes. the area, you know, yes. ask, you know, ask your colleagues at work, where's the best place to go for, you know, uh, uh, to go out to eat? Is there any, any little uh, hidden gem that you would recommend that I go check out? You know, mm -hmm. the locals are a great source of information, you know, to be able to steer you toward, you know, something that you may not, may have just passed right by and missed. That's happened to me many, many times. So I, that's always something I ask. You know what I do too. And I also find that if you run across that difficult nurse, the one that's kind of just standoffish and kind of mean, that's the one to ask because once they, yeah. you kind of pull them into like you want their information they seem to like you better I don't know why that is but I'll say oh you know if you were going to go out to eat you know where would where would the locals go what kind of what kind of where are the best places that are just not chains and and that kind of thing and and the the people respond to that for some reason it, you know it's not brown nose or anything else it's just conversation but it's yeah. not work conversation. And sometimes they'll respond better than in work situations because you show that you value their opinion outside of work. Yep. So yeah. it's always yep. a good thing. Yeah. Um, you know, besides, you know, everybody will say I became a traveler. I hate, I hated my job. I hated the politics. I hated the, you know, I couldn't get time off when I needed it. So those are all really good reasons why we have left full-time jobs to become travelers. But I just want to, you know, tell people again, this is an at will job and you are there to help the people that you sign up to go. So they may ask you, you know, can you not work your three in a row? Can you do this and this? And you need to be flexible. You need to be very flexible with the companies because right now we're a pretty saturated market, especially with COVID. A lot of people have left their full time jobs to become travel nurses. And so the more flexible you are with your interview and with your facility, the better off you're going to be. Because if you're not flexible, you're having a very high chance of getting canceled right now. Absolutely. Absolutely. Open heart and an open mind uh, is always, always the best way to walk in. I never have yeah. done this before. Can you do that? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, sort of. <laughs> absolutely absolutely yeah. <laughs> anyway you're right open heart open mind and and just be very very flexible i know in the facility facility that i'm in right now i like covid's here and everything is pretty much shut down so i'm really not going to go do and do and see much because things are closed yeah. so i'm very willing to you know i work two on two off one on three off you know i'm very willing to do that even though i'm a night nurse because I don't have anything else to do and that helps the facility mm -hmm. and they like that you know they they want someone who's willing to not put their staff people out because you want something in particular mm -hmm. and yeah you absolutely you. <laughs> you know you don't want staff <laughs> mad at you <laughs> That's also good for, for when you have to go to that manager, have to go to that charge nurse and ask for that letter of recommendation in preparation for your next assignment um, exactly. as well, too. That just puts you in a very good position. So you're always just trying to, you know, lobby, you know, put yourself in the best position you can, because, right. again, this job is not going to last forever for you. Um, and um, you, you got to always be thinking about the next assignment and setting your up. Mm -hmm. Always have to think about setting yourself up for success. Absolutely. 
And, and I'm glad you said that about letters of recommendation because always ask your company when you're there to give you that blank form so that you can have your charge nurses fill out or your manager fill out a recommendation letter. Uh, then you have it to go on for your next assignment. And mm -hmm. when the company says, oh, it's time for a letter of recommendation, you have it right there in your hand. It's a yearly, a yearly thing that the companies have to have, but I find it's easier to have them when they're very current, like they want it from your last employer. So yep. be sure and ask for that. It was a good, yeah. good thing to think about. Um, otherwise, you know, I say go visit the national parks, you know, my car, if it says that brown sign that says national park, national monument, national historic site, it's kind of like some people go to garage sales. That's where my car is going. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so give yourself, you know, give yourself plenty of time to go from one place to another so that if there's something interesting on the way, you have a little bit of time to stop and see it. You know, it might not be the most you might have the most amount of time, but you've at least exposed yourself to it and you know you can want to go back. Mm -hmm. Yeah, absolutely. And believe me, when you're on your road, uh, on the road to a new assignment, you'd be amazed at the interesting stuff that's out there. I stopped, at the Span, I stopped at the Span Museum and in, in, uh, where was it? I think it was Minnesota. Oh my Minnesota, gosh. Wisconsin, the, yeah, the spam, who thought, who knew a spam museum? Yeah. So I was just looking at a job in Iowa and it's, and, and the, and the address is on John Deere road. And I'm thinking, oh my gosh, what kind of backwards place is this? But I guess it's home of the John Deere museum. Like it's the, the wow. home for that. I'm like, oh, well, that would be kind of interesting. Things you never think about that you might get to go and see. Adds it to your trivia things that you know and and uh, just as fun so yeah, I would say you know make your bucket list write down write down on a piece of paper and work for those goals to see what you want to do where you want to go you know what is your goal and maybe your goal when you write it down is to buy a house or to pay off all your bills or to you know whatever pay for school and not have school loans so but but work put it on paper if you put it on paper then you you can see it every day and you can work for it and and really plan for it absolutely i saw a great quote the other day um i don't know if i'll be able to do this right um, exactly but basically it's don't be stopped by your problems be led by your dreams uh oh, it's a quote that. it's a quote i think from uh from emerson so um i think that's a good mantra if you're thinking about your bucket list and travel nursing. I think so, we should like incorporate that somewhere. <laughs> That's a great yeah. quote. <laughs> yeah, I thought that was a great, I, 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 actually, I think I got it right off the of travel nursing newbies. Um, oh, okay. uh, somebody had, somebody had posted that and I just thought that was a great quote. So oh, great. So maybe well, that's a, Great way to end our podcast on the bucket list. Be led Absolutely. by your dreams. Led, led by your dreams. And hopefully you dream big. So uh, this is Tricia. And this is Cindy signing off signing for now. Off. We'll, see you, we'll see you next time. Thanks for listening to Travel Nursing and Allied Life. You can find the full show notes below or at travcon.org. Please help us out by rating our podcast on iTunes or wherever you get your podcasts. Leave us a comment below or email us at podcast at trapcon.org. Visit VeroRN at VeroRN.com or make sure to stop by booth 11 at Travcon to meet the Vero team.
for a chance at some amazing giveaways.